The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another session of the Kick Pod. I am your host slash sensei, TJ Williams, and today's subject, we're going to take a trip 36 years ago in 1984 with the release of The Karate Kid starring Ralph Macchio, and at the same time, we're going to travel back to 2010 where the remake of the Karate Kid was released starring Will Smith's son Jaden so this lesson will be a ping pong match as we'll be contrasting and analyzing certain scenes in both movies well mention mentioned that I met three of the cast members from um the karate the first Karate Kid movie uh Ralph Macchio, of course, um, playing Dan Mach, Daniel Russo, and then of course you got William Zapka that played Johnny Lawrence, and of course um, Martin Cove who played John Kreese. So I met those three at a Comic Con. Well, definitely one the uh, one at um the the first year, or should I say um. Ralph Macchio I met in 2018. I mean, his line was pretty long. And then, of course, William Zapka and Martin Cove I met the following year. And so the thing about um, most karate movies, if I meet somebody from um, at a Comic-Con that, that really inspired me to be a martial artist, like um, not to be cocky, but um, I kind of bring a picture of me and Mr. Norris. I mean, not to show him that that I'm um, being cocky but just to show them that their movie was an inspiration to me so I hold the picture up as a token of my appreciation alright so let's get started alright so we're gonna start with the Karate Kid back in 1984 now here you got Ralph Macchio's character moving from New Jersey to California starting a new life with his single mother and trying to make new friends and even wooing a local girl who was from the rich part of town, Allie. Hmm. Yeah, Allie being played by Elizabeth Shue. And of course, we're going to go into 2010, like years later. You got Jada Smith's character moving from Detroit, Michigan to Beijing, China. Different setting from the first uh, movie. And then a different setting, of course, and um, and yet it has the similar type of beginning as the 1984 version, uh, trying to fit in. And the only difference with these, uh, you got Ralph Macchio going in as a um, high school student, while Jaden Smith's character is um, simply a, a grade school student. And of course, that's pretty much the beginning of um, the story. Now, on to the rival scene. You know, 
with every girl you woo, there's someone someone else like a jealous boyfriend or an ex-boyfriend that gets in the mix. So going into the Karate Kid in 1984, you have LaRusso La wooing um, Elizabeth Shue's character, Allie. You know, things comes, came to play when her ex-boyfriend, Johnny Lawrence, uh, William Zapka, now joined in the confrontation in which Russo got involved. And to analyze this, you know, I feel that LaRusso shouldn't have gotten into the confrontation. I mean, he was better off trying to reason with Lawrence, but yet trying to defend Allie. Nothing, nothing, nothing wrong with defending a woman. However, he shouldn't, he shouldn't be the aggressor. And that was LaRusso's mistake, trying to charge at Lawrence and... But yet, I think Lawrence could have like backed away. You know, he's that's what you should do when you take someone down, uh, being keep a good safe distance. But he made the mistake of checking on Larusso and getting light, again lightly slugged by him. Yeah, another mistake, even rage, even raging Lawrence even more. The conversation, the conversation was going to keep growing. If a converse, a converse, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> confrontation is going to keep growing. If you don't know how to stop, I mean, back and then back off. Lusso just met Ellie, so it's was too early for him to even try to defend her. Now, trying to contrast um, to the. 2010 version of Cry Kid, you know, you got similar situation with Dre Parker as he is wooing um, me, me in. Yeah, you know, it's just a um, local local girl from um, Beijing. I mean, you see her sitting there with her violin and practicing, and then of course, all of a sudden, uh, a, a confrontation starts. Yeah, you got her seemingly jealous friend or some type of boyfriend um, named Chang and then you got um yet shake um then you got um Dre Parker of course um getting in the confrontation and then then becomes the aggressor when he gets pushed down yeah you know it's always best to keep you cool when you got going against somebody an aggressor don't become the aggressor when you're getting pushed down and this cover and yet the conversation even grow bigger ending up with Parker getting beat being a beat down I mean just both situations so the both situation got really messed up and then you got their best solution or should I say their solution they thought they were could do is fight fire with fire by learning karate However, that didn't go well, as they could have kept the thought to themselves. And, you know, never try to fight fire with fire, just to prove how tough you are, or as tough you can be, you know. You're no better than a bully. I mean, yet, you got Dre Parker, and you got LaRusso thought it was a good idea to join karate, and yet, they found out that, um... That their rival is actually 
were in that same pride dojo and it would really this would lead to revenge you know things were kind of slowing down with the Russo and Parker situation with the bullies they decided to of course they decided to be stupid to escalate the situation I mean when a situation with bullies kind of simmer down kind of at least kind of get away from it and be you but and yet they kind of made the situation even worse you know with um, LaRusso of course they're in a costume party or Halloween party and LaRusso's decided to um, douge um, Lawrence with water with a water hose and from there that led to a chase with him and the Cobra Kai and with straight Parker they, he decided to um, toss a bucket of dirty water at Ching you know, both of their actions led to to them getting beat down some more. And yet, they should have went by what went about their business. I mean, that's what you want to do. You know, kind of bully them. You know, try to avoid as much as you can when you're in a bully situation. And yet, and yet, in this, yet, oh man, it's a, just thinking about this, this is like a six-sided uh, subject to talk about. It's like it's like hard to even. I'm speechless. But yet, I mean, after they get that beat down, or just as the final blow was gonna get um gonna be made, yet you have um them being saved by an angel, or should I say the maintenance man? You know, you got Mr. Miyagi if, as um. Daniel's um, Daniel LaRusso's angel and then you got Jackie Chan who played Mr. Hans uh, was um, straight J's or Dre Parker's um, angel on the shoulder and I want to try to analyze the, the analyze the scene when you got the Mr. Miyagi versus um, Cobra Kai and you got Mr. Hans versus um, the fighting dragons and you got mostly with uh, Mr. Miyagi's situation it seemed like the situation didn't take so long and you know he just took them down easily and th then that at least gave him an opportunity to get LaRusso out of, out of there and but unlike the um unlike unlike um the 1984 version, the 2010 version, you have Jackie Chan using Kung Fu to um, to use um, the fight dragon's fighting ability against them, and yet you didn't see him hit none of the kids once. He was basically just blocking and parrying, basically deflecting every attack they threw, and yet the members would just constantly hit themselves with that they hit themselves hit each other and then it was like a cluster but in that case you know they just they walk they walked away even though with bumps and bruises so pretty much with the animal to analyze that you know gain situation you know be aware of your surroundings never spend time on the same persons yet use one person as a shield you know that's why we train in kata you know you train to fight 
in different directions. I mean, you just don't fight one person. You fight as many people as as that as comes to as as possible. At least that's why we learn traditional kata. And of course, there's no particular kata in kung fu. However, you always are taught to fight in all directions. All right, so you have um, you have those um, two situations um, with Mr. Hans and Mr. Miyagi. Now going on to the confrontation at the dojos, and yet you have Miyagi, Mr. Miyagi, and Daniel going down to Cobra Kai, and you got um, Mr. Hans and Dre Parker going down to the Fighting Dragons dojo. Yeah, trying to come up with a comfort, well, come up with a solution, or should I say, come up with um, a way to settle the problem that um, they both are having. In this case, um, you have. Um, in this case, you have um, both schools kind of coming up with a challenge for um, Dre Parker and D Daniel Larusso. In this case, where they would fight in a a, tur a tournament, and of course uh, you have um, you have um, Dan Macchio, or should I say um, Larusso, being challenged in the in the All Valley Karate Tournament, and yet you have um, Dre Parker being challenged into a Kung Fu tournament, in which they were. Were invited, you know. Unfortunately, that what didn't solve the problem. I say, I guess, in this case, they were challenged to sell sell it there once and for all, and they, I guess, that was the best solution for it. But I probably wouldn't just wouldn't take it. All right, so definitely, after that's all settled, now on to getting mentored in martial arts. Yet life skills. Of course, you got both LaRusso and Parker getting taught martial arts, but uniquely, it's getting camouflaged. Yet you have LaRusso getting chores like painting the fence, sanding wooden floors, and even waxing cars versus Dre Parker's. Yeah, Dre Parker. Dre Parker's basically just hanging up his jacket. In which he has a habit of leaving his jacket on the floor, you know, just to get the just to get the point out. Um, they both were getting irritated at the points where they were feel like they were wasting their time, but that would their anger would definitely push both Mr. Hans and Mr. Miyagi to the point where they would show them what they were really were doing. You know, martial arts lives in everything we do from doing chores to and to basically hanging up your jacket and being responsible so basically when LaRusso was basically doing all those chores you know he was getting yeah he was getting like muscle getting building that muscle to know how to block and yet um of course he would complain about his arm hurting but definitely that's his muscles working you know you're gonna overwork your muscles but that's the thing about martial arts. You don't want to overwork yourself. You want to make sure you're in a nice, calm, calm state so you have control. So that's the thing. When people overdo their situations or overdo, overdo their training, then that's where 
injuries happen. And yet you have just Dre Parker who just had a jacket. You know, he's, you just simply know how to hang up your jacket. And um, would know how to defend yourself. And that's how pretty much Kung Fu started. Alright, so... Yeah, it's like that's the thing that you want to learn. You want to understand, like, what you're being taught. Defense, focus, expression, and believing in yourself to be able to master martial arts. All right. It's um, basically that's your expression, or should I say your, your way of thinking martial arts. Now, going on to the tournament. The scene in the tournament. Of course, you see them as newbies. I mean, they're first newcomers to the come to the tournament, and then you're going against top guys, including their rivals. And just to analyze it, you know, you may look at your chances as a newbie as very low when you only prepare for the tournament for, for a tournament for two to three months versus all year round. I mean, knowing it's a movie, however, even newbies worry the top champions as you see why John Kreese and um, Master Lee feared that their dojo, that their dojo chances of possibly losing the tournament. As you see, that's pretty much that's how it is. You know, when you're a newbie, you make a good impression in a tournament. I mean, you worry some like top people. Yeah, that's just the thing. But nevertheless, uh, that's what pretty much happened in the movie. You had, of course, Daniel LaRusso, who had no experience in martial arts, like taking the tournament by storm by at least making it to the semifinals and to the point where John Kreese ordered one of his um, competitors to take him out of commission and risk getting disqualified and of course the same thing happened with um, Master Lee's um, student he um, asked um, one of his competitors to take him out of commission and possibly getting disqualified but yet the one thing that kind of inspired me about um, this dumb story of course um, that LaRusso and Dre Parker never wanted to give up. I mean, they made it far enough. They proved they proved that they are at least something. That's there's something, or should I say, they are. Um, they prove that they're as as good as they can be. I mean, they don't have to prove themselves to actually win the tournament, but you know, they got to the point where they wanted to continue. As you got Miyagi using his special palm, palm rubbing um technique to heal um Larusso, and you had Jackie Chan that used this um cupping tad technique. You know he fires um you know he can't put fires in a, a cup, and then of course I guess the top cup is supposed to heal, heal the wound or heal the injury. And, but yet um, they go into the finals with um, of course with Johnny Lawrence and Chan as you know definitely 
they he'll go they have a back and forth battle and it gets to a tie and here you go you got Daniel Daniel LaRusso who's does goes into a cream technique which they what Mr. Miyagi taught him on the beach and surprisingly that that well that worked for him I mean he actually won the tournament that's pretty much that's why people imitate that um, whole crane crane technique it's like ironically you, you'll see it in, Her in the Disney Hercules as um, Hercules is training to be a hero you'll see it and then of course you got um, Dre Parker who um, uh, <clears throat> takes um, well takes um, takes the style of a snake which he saw during his trip up to the mountains. And he um, actually uses it to defeat um, Chang. Does like some super backflip flash kick. Which I can't even do. I mean like at least 10 years ago I was able to trick. But you know that's just. I mean that's just. I just kind of lost my interest. Or couldn't can't trick anymore. No, but nevertheless. That was a good ending. You have, um, at the end, you have um, the Russo and Dre Parker gaining their rivals' respect. And then, of course, and then that was just the end of the movie. And of course, uh, just uh, its similarity between the second Karate Kid, the beginning of second Karate Kid, and the deleted scene that was um, shown in the remake. So of course you got John Kreese and Master Lee upset that their competitors lost and in that case they get in the confrontation with Miyagi and um, Hans and of course you got Kreese trying to punch Miyagi out and ends up getting punched through a window and of course his knuckles end up being broken or something and at that point where you got uh, Miyagi getting ready to attack and he doesn't he just stops the stops the chop right at his um, face and then just pinches nose like, huh, and it's like honk which is amazing and of course you got Jackie Chan trying to avoid trying to avoid a fight with Master Lee you know it's It's the thing, you know, you... Oh, oh, okay. And, but, you know, I just want to get this going because I like to talk about martial arts subjects. And yet, um, this is probably one of my top subjects I like talking about. The mo contrasting two remake, the regular movie and a remake. So, of course, you got the end of the movie... Yeah, everybody's happy. Uh, Mr. Hans, Mr. Miyagi's happy. Yeah, you see them got a little smile on their faces. It's, it's really amazing. All right, so um, just to just to talk about something that I'm really also excited about is um, the spinoff of the Karate Kid, Cobra Kai, which who's had two seasons so far. Of course, um, it returns with their third season after um, having a streaming battle between YouTube and um, Netflix and of course 
Netflix won the streaming battle where it will receive season three of um, Cobra Kai and I'm excited about that so probably in, in another episode I'm going to talk about the, um, that um, the Cobra Kai series and how that ties in with the first movie and um, pretty much it's a journey going 34 years like 34 years after the first Karate Kid movie and just a, a short um, description of it you here you go you got pretty much the life that um, LaRusso had when he first moved to California that's pretty much what um, Johnny Lawrence has now 34 years later and you got um, LaRusso having the life that Johnny Lawrence had at the first movie you know nice and rich but yet um, you got LaRusso a successful businessman alright and then of course I mean I guess the one way to think about this um, whole series is either resilience or and revenge you know trying to get yourself back up there alright um, so just to finish up the class um, or finish up this session of the kickpot dojo I mean it's real exciting to actually actually watch this movie and really thinking about it. And just to, for the record I wasn't even born in 1984 I was born a year after however yet yeah, it's, it's always great when you watch TV with um, your sister and you see movies the same movies that she watched you get into and definitely that's why it's I got into cry the cry kid you know I grew up watching it back in the 80s and that the 90s pretty much the most one I re remember is two and three I mean I get glimpses of that alright so and definitely I can remember from when I saw the um, the remake of Cry Kid. Um, actually, my Karate Studio was doing a demonstration at a movie theater, and then like after like the first after the demonstration, we went to see the movie for free, and that was like that was definitely a showcase, a good showcase. You know, display my martial arts skills and really showing support for the community. Yeah, and that's really why I got into martial arts. It's mostly Karate Kid. Okay, so that concludes my session of the Kickbot Dojo. And really tune in to my previous episodes on the BC, the BICBPRadio.com as well as Apple, Apple Radio, Apple radio as well as um, Spotify alright this is TJ Williams I am ready to bow out and I'll see you next time hey Anthony yeah, Chris. You hear any new podcasts lately? Uh, yeah, I have. Like what? 
retro blist. You had that ready to go. Like, almost like you knew I was going to ask you this. I sort of kind of did. It was like an ESP feeling. What's retro blist? Retro blist is a retro video game podcast presented by Johnny and Trevor, where they talk about everything from retro gaming, retro consoles. They each week review a different video game that they have played. Uh, majority of the time it is retro like on the actual console itself from Sega Dreamcast to Super Nintendos to um, I think they recently started playing on a Nintendo Switch where can I find this podcast uh, you can find it at bicbp-radio.com sweet